0: Welcome to Cups and Cakes Presents Inside the Artist Studio. The interview you're about to hear was originally recorded May 5th, 2017. To find out more about Cups and Cakes, visit them at cupsandcakespod.com. That's cups, the letter N, cakespod.com. What you're about to hear may contain filthy language and adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, welcome to Inside the Artist Studio. My name's Jeff McCallum. We have a very special edition for you today as we are joined by Shotgun Jimmy and members of the Burning Hell. In 2016, we as Canadians were extremely fortunate to get new albums from these fine acts. In late March of that year, Shotgun Jimmy released a record prepping us for summer. Clever wordplay and feel-good melodies made the Joel Plaskett-produced Field of Trampolines an instant classic. Two weeks later, the Burning Hell dropped Public Library and gave us the greatest storytelling we've heard thus far from this iconic Canadian band. This past spring, Ariel Sherritt and Matthias Calm hopped in the van with Shotgun Jimmy to tour this fascination nation and took a little time out of their busy schedule to join me at the Cups and Cakes studio. Without any further ado, here is my interview with Shotgun Jimmy and the Burning Hell. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Let's start by putting names to voices. Who's who? My name is
1: Matthias Calm.
2: I'm Ariel Sherritt.
1: I'm Jimmy Kilpatrick,
3: a.k.a. Shotgun Jimmy, a.k.a. What's up,
0: Internet? <laughs> Peace. <laughs> okay, so with no brand new records to support, what made you three decide to get in a van and test the boundaries of your friendships this spring? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it's a test? This is yeah, not a test. It's not a test. No.
3: no. No
2: testing. It's a
1: demonstration. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And that's yeah. and that's what made us get in the van, is a, is a demonstration of our <laughs> friendship. I don't know. And why we wanted to spend time together and go to some cool places together.
1: We wanted to show people that we were friends.
3: You know, being <laughs> in a band is like one of those trust games where you fall backwards off of a little stool, blindfolded. Not every, being in a band, being on tour. Every mm-hmm. day. Yeah, every day. Over and over again. Yeah. yeah, and you just have to rely that the other peoples will catch you. Yeah. Catch me if I'm falling.
0: That kind of thing. Okay, so, th- but this isn't the first time you guys have gone on the road together, if I'm not mistaken. No, the first time was in 2010? 10. Yeah, 2010. 2010. Seven
1: years ago this day, hmm? <laughs> we embarked on a cross-eastern Canada tour, and yeah. then we went to Europe for three months.
4: Yeah.
0: yeah. Three months. Yeah. Three months. So, it's safe to say you guys... This is just a cakewalk for you guys. This is easy. Cups and
3: cakes walk. Yeah. Yeah. Piece of cups and cakes.
2: And we're better at it now.
3: We are much better at it now. We're actually really good at it now. (laughs) Like like the part of being on the road. Yeah. Yeah. The music part we've always been good at. (laughs) But, I mean, this tour has been... I feel like it's the best one I've ever done. We've been hitting home runs in terms of eating food mm-hmm. yeah we do that every day and it's a priority yeah. a lot of bands go out on the road and their priority is to party hard mm-hmm. yeah. our, par- our priority is to take care of ourselves
2: we've had a lovely time lots of delicious food and nature walks yeah long conversations heart to hearts perfect
1: adult 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 time we've spent some adult time together (laughs) in a PG way yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, any highlights so far? Dawson City was a huge highlight I mean yeah it always is going to Dawson is a highlight of of anyone's life I think but uh, it's a a treat to go back there
2: yeah, I think that was a highlight for me as well. I mean, it's all been highlights. So yeah. I've enjoyed it all. I went to Vancouver Island for the first time or spent time on Vancouver Island for the first time. saw the big trees. nice. That was amazing.
3: I am gonna take your question and I'm gonna turn it on its end and Uh-oh. tell you what my low light was. Oh I was charged a dollar <laughs> thirty five. For seven. hot sauce. Was, oh, yeah, it was thirty five. It was $1.35. Yeah, for Frank's. For Frank's. For like a thimble of Frank's hot sauce. Yeah. At what establishment? Well, call I'm not going to oh, call them out on air. I'm not going to call them out. But I will. You're a good man. Ca- I'm going to call myself out. We went there twice in a row. The first time I didn't notice <laughs> my inflated bill. And then the second day, I was paying for my, you know, paying for my omelette. And I looked at it and I went, what in the... W- So I said to the lady, I used a healthy squirt of ketchup, too. Are you going to charge me for that? No, I didn't say that. But I was thinking that. Anyhow, it's been a good tour except for the $1.35 for hot sauce. Shame on
0: you, You Blanky Blarg Blarg. Uh, Jimmy, last year's Field of Trampolines was an incredibly upbeat record with summer vibes. It also included odes to some of your best buds in their bands. What made you decide to write songs about Eric's trip, attacking Black, Constantine's? Well, you know, there's that old saying, you write what you
3: know. And I think it's also true for other creative disciplines as well. And I know how to admire people and appreciate them and value them and I feel like I like to write about things I don't feel like I like to. I like to write about things that inspire me. And I'm inspired by all those bands. And, uh, and I feel like I owe... I don't feel like I owe. I know that I owe them a debt of gratitude. In tribute form, the work that they've done has influenced me in, in massive ways and, and made me the voice that you're hearing right now today.
0: Wow. Um, What made you decide to enlist Joel Plaskett for Field
3: of Trampolines? Joel and I have worked together in the past. We made a Split 7-inch a long time ago. Yeah. 2005 or something. Called, uh, well, he had a song, Jimmy's Still Jimmy, and I had a song, That's Not Joel. And we had a great time recording that Split album. And uh, we had talked about working together sort of abstractly on and off over the years Mm -hmm. and finally it just came together it just worked out perfect Perfect. timing as the end of a tour i planned it so that end end the tour in nova scotia and we had some time to record and yeah it just worked out it fit the vibe of the record really well it was a good match it did you know we were i kind of think of it as uh what's that guy who uh produced those elvis costello records Nick Lowe? Yeah, Nick Lowe. It's kind of like the Nick Lowe, Elvis Costello version of my life, where, you know, I have like, this amazing band, Human Music, from Winnipeg, yeah. backing me up, and then this brilliant producer guy who's also a brilliant writer and rocker in his own right, and uh, that sort of... we got. I think we captured that vibe or that relationship.
0: Cool. All right, over to Matthias. I think Public Library might be the Burning Hell's strongest release, perhaps because of your incredible storytelling. The stories are more grandiose than ever before. Did you consciously attempt to uh, make the lyrics bigger, badder, bolder? Um, Yes, I did. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) The record
1: before that, um, People, uh, was a lot of fun to make and and the the story, that, that record was all about sort of story songs and they were very verbose. And mostly we got positive responses to that record, but I remember one writer saying something about how it was too wordy. And I was sort of taken <laughs> aback by that because this is my, kind of my whole deal. Um, I don't really know how to, how to be otherwise than, than wordy. And, uh, and so I decided that with Public Library, I'd try and take that to an even more extreme, like just see how far I could push it. And that's that's what happened.
0: It worked. It worked extremely well. Uh, one song off of Public Library, "Fuck the Government," is is intriguing, and I wanted to know: Is this a how accurate is this song chronicling your guys' meeting? I, it's it's
2: 87%
0: true. <laughs> 87% true. I,
2: I would say about 87.
3: 88% yeah eighty. I would go 88 no. Ariel's a whiz with numbers yeah. and percentages I've,
0: that's something I know from touring with her for the yeah. last seven years uh, so did you actually hide out from a poet in a bathroom not at that particular party
1: but that has happened to us oh, okay yeah at a party Well, yeah I mean I think everyone's had that experience of, of you know meeting a, an amateur poet at a
0: party and, and trying to run away from them <laughs> you know <laughs> You're on tour at the moment, not only promoting music from The Burning Hell, but also tunes from 2015's Don't Believe the Hyperreal*, which you released under your given names. Is this a hint at new material? Yeah, I think we're. You can you can take that one, Ariel, if you
1: want to. No, please. No, I no, guess. you. No, no wait. Please. Let me oh, just no. jump right <laughs> in there. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know what these guys are. Uh, we Ariel and I have been sort of, for the last like five years or so, we've been doing shows as a duo, kind of on the side. Yeah. From the Burning Hell, and we decided that we would let's let's do one one record just the two of us and see how it how it goes. And it was a lot of fun, and I think it turned out really well. And we'll definitely do that, again in the future. So.
0: Cool. Yeah. Uh, Keeping with the theme of other projects, Jimmy, you're in a new band with members from By Divine Right. What can you tell us about it?
3: Nothing. It's a secret and it's magical. It's like uh, (laughs) the Northern Lights. You can see it, but you can't touch it.
0: Well, we know the name of the Northern Lights. Can you at least give us the name of the new project? Yeah, the
3: band is called the Heat Death, which is the theory of the universe ending. So that kind of is a hint, I guess, I can give you a hint Okay. that the universe will eventually end someday. <laughs> um, and we'll write a lot of songs before that happens. <laughs> no, I, it's, I'm, it's a band that I'm doing with this guy, Jose Contreras, who is in the band By Divine Right, and Jose and I work really well together. We've just been writing songs, and we've released one video that you can check out on youtube.com, search window, select the heat death <laughs> you find it right there and uh i will i will tell you that we have made an, a second video which features three more songs we decided to make a video that is for three songs rather than one <laughs> and it is in post-production and should be out sometime soonish post haste yeah
0: uh what about a record? No comment. Okay. (laughs) Okay, uh, other than all being friends, there is another thing your bands have in common. Both of you have been honored by your peers with tribute albums. How awkward is it to have a bunch of amazing acts come together to sing your praises by singing your songs? Well,
3: is awkward the right word? I don't know. It's
1: flattering. I don't know. I've never felt awkward about it. I've felt just, like, blown away by the kindness and uh, and yeah honor I guess I'm, I've never felt awkward about it
3: I guess we know that being a musician is a busy you have a busy schedule and then realizing wow, this many people somehow figured out a way to scratch out enough time to do that and yeah the scale of it is pretty amazing and mm-hmm. knowing that people have done that it's not that awkward it's more there's warm feelings
0: yeah yeah warm feelings cool Uh, what does the rest of 2017 have in store for the burning hell shotgun Jimmy Ariel and I and our other
1: bandmate Darren Brown are going to record a new album uh, in England and hopefully that'll be released in the fall when we'll do some more touring right on and yeah that's it really
0: that's that's
1: busy it's busy
3: yeah (laughs) Jimmy? I'm going to go home and paint the trim on my house that I didn't paint last summer. And I'm going to build a little deck, and I'm going to weed the garden. Nope, serious. Literally weed the garden and uh, grow a metric ton of tomatoes. Nice. And uh, do some songwriting and make some paintings and work on some art. i got to make some art stuff. I'm going to art school right now, and next year is my final year of the of my bachelor of fine arts so i have a thesis exhibition to prepare for so i'm gonna go home and do some art and light gardening
0: and chores nice all those tomatoes salsa what do you what's the plan for those tomatoes Uh, I like stewed tomatoes, Ah, uh, fresh.
3: I can keep up with the plants, actually, surprisingly well. But yeah, salsa is a go-to with some cilantro, cilantro, (laughs) 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 Uh, coriander, fresh coriander. Yeah, there'll be all sorts of things in
0: there. Cool. Okay, well, that is it for the kind of serious questions. We're going to move on to a little bit more of a... Goofy side of th- side of the interview. This is our rapid fire, so we'll start with uh, what album sparked your yes. love of music?
3: No, sorry, <laughs> five
1: <laughs>
3: tennis balls. Is this is free association. All very good <laughs> answers. Okay, unicorn wing leg <laughs> wizardry. Sorry, can you repeat the
1: question? Onion peel. This rapid fire. Ah, I can't all. handle the stress. No. What album sparked your love of music? Men Without Hats, Pop Goes the World.
0: Really? (laughs) What (laughs) podcast? No judging. judging. (laughs) What
3: podcast sparked your interest in podcasts? Radio Lab. Oh. Ice. That's my answer. My answer is a question. Okay. I reflect (laughs) everything you say, I shoot back to you, sticks to you like glue.
0: Ariel? Um.
1: Nice. I love that one. That's like that is a classic. I (laughs) like the third third album. (laughs) Um,
2: that's such a huge question. It is. I, I don't think there is one album that sparked my love of music. Um, yeah i I don't know my my dad's album probably like I don't know that, uh, that seemed what was your was dad's my, album well my dad made a few albums when I was a kid and I think that was like seeing seeing the recording process and someone like make making songs and then making a record and putting that out like in a personal way that's probably what sparked m- my love of music in a way you know but all sorts of other things too I don't i'm sorry that's not a rapid fire answer
0: (laughs) well you didn't answer it it with a question so i'm going to give you higher marks than jimmy
2: all right do i get an 88
0: (laughs) uh this one probably a little easier current musical obsession what is your current favorite podcast
3: (laughs) (laughs) can't say radio lab can't say radio no you can if it
0: is We'll go with Planet Money. How about? Okay,
2: oh, Okay, that's nice.
0: They yeah. they make economics interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. They do the
1: impossible. <laughs> I'm going to say the album that I've been listening to on repeat lately is John K. Sampson's latest, Winter Wheat. Great album. Mhm.
2: My mm-hmm. mm-hmm. current musical
1: obsession. Oh, boy. <laughs> you really didn't get the memo, did you? <laughs>
2: I'm going to have to skip this one because I'm going to have to think about it.
1: Why don't you think and I'll just do mail a rambling
3: answer.
2: <laughs> you do a long rambling answer. I'll stall. And I'll, <laughs> I'll have some time to think.
3: What the heck have I been listening to lately? Oh, I've been listening to Daniel Romano. Oh, yeah, yeah. I haven't heard the new album. I'm excited. It it's came phenomenal. out today? Uh, no, May 7th. Today? That's tomorrow. 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 I think it comes. Or 16th? Next. I don't know. You're just naming Can numbers you? now. Yeah. 87. Does not call it May 87? Yeah, May 87. Yeah. Anyways, I haven't heard it yet. I've been on tour. We drove 10 and a half hours yesterday, so I didn't have a lot of time to download Dan's new record, but I have been listening to Mosey. Actually, we listened to it in the Yukon. What did you think of the uh, Ancient Shapes record he put I love that it. one. Yes, yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed that too. You know, I'm friends with Daniel Romano, so he sent me that record like moments after he finished it he was like hey i wrote this album yesterday and recorded it yesterday (laughs) (laughs) let me know what you think i love you guy i love your music big fan of your music shotgun jimmy i'm dan romano (laughs) just kidding no we are friends and i have been i've spent a lot of time with that record i love that one yeah And, and we are friends but i was just i played with dan in toronto a couple weeks ago at the You've Changed eight year anniversary show. And I was hanging out with Dan and I was like, it's sort of weird because I really like your last record so much that it's kind of ruined our friendship. And now I, because I actually am feeling like that weird star struck feeling <laughs> when I'm hanging out with you where I used to be feeling like, I hate this guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that. I always love Danny, but you know, I'm I'm growing to be a bigger fan of him musically and i mean i've always loved what he has done but that guy's on fire so i can't wait to hear modern pressure that's what it's called yeah that's my answer ariel have you got something
2: yeah I I don't know if there's like a new album that I can think of that I've listened to really recently but last week I was lucky enough to see PJ Harvey in Toronto and that was really amazing and so I've been thinking a lot about her in the last couple of weeks and about what she does and how amazing PJ Harvey is Um, and she had yeah two drummers and a barry sax and bass clarinet which uh, I thought was like the raddest sounds I've ever heard so it was amazing so I'm continuing my obsession with PJ
0: Harvey, I guess. Right on. Yeah. Okay, favorite meal?
2: Ever? Or of tour?
0: Uh, Let's do it of tour. Of yeah. tour is better.
2: Yeah, okay. Of tour? Well, yeah. then I, I I know that. Uh, redfish, bluefish, Victoria, the the salmon, Tacone.
1: I'm also going redfish, bluefish, Victoria. I'm going to say El Dorado, Dawson City, Frings. <laughs> How do you take your coffee?
2: Black if it's really good, with cream if it's crappy road coffee.
1: Great answer. Yeah. I like a... I'm, since, since yesterday, Jimmy got me onto this restaurant called Tim Hortons. Oh God. Uh, Why are you saying that? <laughs> and oh. and uh, oh. he's a big fan. No! And... and <laughs> And I, I I have never been there before, but he uh, he recommended a dark roast with a shot of what they call at Tim Hortons espresso, <laughs> uh, and it's actually quite it almost tastes like coffee. It's really good. <laughs> almost tastes
0: like coffee.
3: It's called a shot in the dark or a red eye. But I did notice that woman was like, I need two more with espresso in them. And I was like, oh goodness. But you know when you're in the mountains, you don't have as many choices. It's fair. Sorry, I can't make excuses for myself. What's the best movie you've seen recently? I'm not going to answer that question, but I'll answer this one. What's the best television show I've seen recently? Fair enough. Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. Get out.
2: I like that new Wolverine movie.
3: Nice. Is
1: (laughs) is that a question? (laughs) Does that that count? Oh, yeah. Logan? You're talking about yeah, Logan? Logan. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Your friend here looks kind of like Wolverine, actually, now that you <laughs> it. Yeah, like an like old, old, aging Logan. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I felt like him, too.
0: <laughs> Tour does that to you. Alcohol or marijuana?
2: I like a nice glass of red wine uh, from southern Italy in the evenings.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Very specific. I like it. <laughs>
3: I prefer a Listerine Spitzer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. That's Sprite and Listerine. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kinda over I'm kinda over over those things. I think there's gonna be a new thing coming. I'm just waiting for that. You know? Just waiting around for whatever the new thing the kids are doing is. We'll find out on this tour, I'm sure. It's Wait, health.
2: You saying... Yeah. health
1: regime. That's what nature, nature walks. Yeah. That's what the kids are into? Yeah, they're oh, like fitness
3: great. and and uh... Fresh air. Fresh air. Time to, time to get on air. board. The smell that of sounds awesome. Cedar. Well, how do you do it? Let me know. Oh. You put your left foot forward, <laughs> then follow with it your right, and you do some exercise, it'll change
0: your life. Sounds good. Yeah. How many pets do you have, and what are their names? Zero, yeah. nothing.
2: Yeah, unfortunately, we do not have any pets because but we, we go on tour. But we
3: saw the most beautiful... I don't have a pet either. But I'm gonna still answer your question for all of us. <laughs> we saw the most beautiful cat.
2: Oh yeah. Oh, it's great. There a ever gray cat. was it's gray a cat. Cat model.
1: Yeah, it's the first famous cat I've ever met. Yeah. Yeah. Grey Cat was in a film. A film called Cats, Cats, and, Cats and Dogs, Dogs 2 the Revenge of, of Kitty Galore. Kitty Galore. No we way. We met the Grey Cat kitten from
3: yeah. that that is now Grey Cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big shout out to Grey Cat. You're my boy, Grey Cat. I love you. Hope you're listening. <laughs> Stop thinking about food. There's more to life than just food, man. Come on, get it together. You're embarrassing yourself.
2: <laughs> I would love to have, have Grey Cat as a pet.
0: Yeah. All right, what's the strangest job you've ever had? Musician. 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 Favorite superhero?
2: Uh, Wolverine. I don't know.
1: You just, it's the only superhero you know. (laughs) (laughs) Rom. Super reader. (laughs) <laughs> I just made him
3: up. <laughs> the fastest reader in the world.
2: Oh my god.
3: amazing. Wow. He's picking up a bingo. He's he like, he I got the answer. He <laughs> knows so
2: many things.
3: Yeah. <laughs> he does. he knows every he or she, super reader has no gender. Beatles or
1: the Stones? Stones. Beatles. Steedle Stones owns Beetle Bomb. Beetle Bomb. What was your first car? I'm not going to answer that question, but my best car it <laughs> was a 1989 Mercury Topaz. I'll never have a better car than that. We just sold it last year.
2: I agree because it was also my car. We shared the the fee, the price, the sale price. It was a dollar. It was one dollar. So we each put in 50 cents. Actually,
1: you still owe me 50 cents.
2: I still owe him 50 cents. Still Wait, was part what's of my the car. What's the interest
1: on that? Oh.
2: No. I, don't
1: I don't might owe him 52 Who's cents. Who's asking? Yeah. <laughs> Have you been listening to that that economics podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. My first car was a Volkswagen
0: Rabbit. Nice. It's a good first car. Best Canadian city to play. Edmonton. Oh, there you go, Alberta.
3: You're so sweet. Heart of ca- downtown Canada. Heart of downtown. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true it's totally not true I just said that because we're in Edmonton for those of you listening online I apologize we're just in Edmonton and I thought it was I felt pressure Jeff was l- giving me this look
0: I was like not
3: he I was, I was actually very holding up shocked a card that, that you said, said that Edmonton <laughs> <laughs> he was giving me this look like
0: please say Edmonton please <laughs> the fact that you said that actually last night was one of the better shows I can remember you playing in Edmonton I really had a great time oh that's so great yeah. thanks not to not to talk negatively about your past shows, but there was something in the air last night. It, there
3: was. It was. It was a truly special night. Yeah. Okay, I take it back. He flatters me, and then I, t- I just like.
2: Definitely Edmonton. Edmonton.
3: It's the best because it's like right in the middle, and like everybody here is good looking, and yeah, why the heck not? And they tell Edmonton. You their show is great. Yeah. <laughs> what do you guys think the best place to play in Canada Edmonton. is? Okay, yeah, for sure.
2: Dawson City, probably, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Agree to disagree there. All right, are you willing to discuss the worst?
2: Worst the worst place, place to, to play? play?
0: Yeah, in Canada.
2: Anybody, anywhere can be a bad
1: place to play. That's true. On a bad night. Yeah, I couldn't single just one out Kelowna, but um, uh-huh. you know, it's, it's really up to the tour, really.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Edmonton. Come on, guys. <laughs> it's definitely Edmonton.
3: This place is terrible.
2: <laughs> Everybody looks shitty. Yeah. Oh, Am I
0: No, no. Yes. Shit, you can, shit. Not I can swear as internet. much as you'd oh, okay. like. Yes. Okay. What's the weirdest request you've ever had from a fan? Have you ever had a weird request from a fan? To come to his house and do a weird pop podcast. <laughs> well, you're implying I'm a fan then. Oh!
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: he brings it back. <laughs> Ariel, what do you
1: take this one?
2: Feel like I appreciate our fans, and even when they make weird requests, it's coming from a place of love. And so I don't really want to okay, single anyone one. out. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I agree with Ariel. There's, there's, you know, everyone's awesome, etc. But the <laughs> one time that guy and his girlfriend asked us to come take a shower with them, that was that was weird. We didn't do that, because we had had a shower already that day. That was a little bit weird. Do you remember that in Brighton?
2: You don't need two showers a day. No,
1: you don't. It's
2: a waste of water.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that That is weird. That was a little strange. Yeah.
2: And they just asked you. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
0: Aww. Aww.
3: The weirdest request I ever received was a musical request. Mm-hmm. And was someone who asked me to play Freebird. <laughs> and I was like, dude, I didn't I don't know that I don't even know that song. I didn't write it. This is the Shotgun Jimmy show. Not the Freebird show. Come on.
0: Alright, what's your biggest pet peeve?
3: And how is everything tasting? Uh mm-hmm. salty? Is it, is it, like foodish? Uh. What kind of question is that? That's your biggest pet peeve? That's my biggest pet peeve. The one with the most frequency in my life where I'm like, ugh. Yeah. You know? Because on tour, you eat out a lot, you know? And then you eat at restaurants and you order, and then they come by and they ask you like some crazy question that, you know, doesn't make any sense. Or I mean, it makes some sort of sense, but like to ask people, how is everything
1: tasting? I don't know. It bugs me. Yeah. Rubs me the wrong way. My biggest pet peeve is on tour when people come up to us after the show and tell us how much we remind them of Flight of the Conchords. That's the that's the that's the biggest one.
0: That yeah that that happens a lot.
1: It happened three times in (laughs) one night
2: in one particular city. In one particular
1: town. Which has a lot of New Zealanders <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly Because they have good skiing slopes It was slopes.
2: mostly New Zealanders That's their frame of reference
3: Yeah, that's
1: the music they know, know. And you guys are a comedy troupe <laughs> And we
0: are a comedy essentially
1: comedy From New Zealand
0: yeah, <laughs> uh, Okay, we're going to get into some of the more interesting ones What's the best album to have sex to? shotgun jimmy transistor sister no i i d- totally disagree i would say shotgun
1: jimmy still jimmy oh yeah you're right still jimmy yeah. everything is much everything, more, everything i don't know yeah shotgun yeah, jimmy, one everything, of, everything. yeah it's hard
3: it's hard to choose one, really, really.
0: Yeah. i yeah. definitely think everything everything that 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 would be the best answer there sorry to all all it others does, who did actually, not come up with it that it's kind of a sexy title yeah
1: yeah everything
0: everything <laughs> right <laughs> uh
1: what's your favorite road trip album i would say i would say field of trampolines shotgun jimmy like, legit? It's pretty good Pretty good driving music.
2: I like the painted pinky pee, personally, for driving,
1: but... I would never listen to my own music when driving
3: a car, <laughs> when operating a motor vehicle. <laughs> I like to do it at home with a nice glass of red wine in the evening. <laughs> there you go. But never while operating a motor vehicle. <laughs> I do like listening to the cars. Yeah. Even yeah. though I've heard it a million times, just mm. what I needed... Yeah. When if I hear that song or let the good times roll, yeah, mm-hmm. in a vehicle, you know, let like, the good times roll. Anyways, cars, nice. Matthias only
2: listens to the Silver Jews when he drives. To be honest,
3: that's not true.
2: It's basically true
3: honk if you're horny or lonesome tonight right? Yeah, you need a friend into the night come on sing along everybody on the radio tonight
0: okay if you could get wasted or you know enjoy an evening with any musician dead or alive if they were dead, you would be able to go back. They in wouldn't time. be
2: actually Cor- a corpse. corpse. Yeah,
0: you right. have like, to, like we're not
3: talking weekend at Bernie's yeah. <laughs> sort of situation. <laughs>
0: right. oh. Who would it be, um, and uh, what substance would you enjoy?
2: I would enjoy a nice glass of a Southern Italian red wine with my friend Shotgun Jimmy and my friend Matthias Klum. Friend. My friend. <laughs>
3: Thank you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna la- latch onto that one and attach my cart
1: to ariel's horse and say the same z's i'm going to see your glass of red wine in southern italy oh with, wow oh yeah we're in southern <laughs> Italy right with jimmy and ariel and add steve lamke
3: oh oh yeah and let's take italy and move that just a little bit over to say edmonton no, I was thinking Berlin. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. I, I feel like and this is a we'll doable a, an achievable goal for you guys. Let's yeah. so Darren Brown into the mix. Yeah. There we go. Okay, that would be my dream my dream and a situation. Bunch of Germans. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Some randos. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, if you could fight any musician, who would it be?
2: I like probably a racist one.
0: Uh, Hitler. I would fight Hitler. Yeah. He's not a musician, is he? Well, He's.
1: Can I still fight him though?
0: No. It's any you, musician. You never, right? you never heard the famous Hitler Christmas album? <laughs> no? It's a great answer, Matthias. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I would fight
3: with a musician for a good cause. Like fight together. Yeah. Right.
1: For a cause. Okay. Like, like any a, good cause. Like,
2: like a we are the world kind yeah, of situation. Yeah,
1: yeah, for
0: like spaying and neutering your pet. If that's the way we can get you to answer this, then that's the question. Okay. (laughs) So who would it be? Who would I fight with? I would
3: join David Bowie (laughs) with one earphone over one ear each ear together singing in a studio much like this. Mm -hmm. In the good fight for sunglasses for people who don't have sunglasses.
2: Oh, I could use that.
1: So noble. (laughs) It's good. It's a bright day today.
2: Yeah. I would also fight no um i don't know what i'm saying you wouldn't okay. fight i wouldn't fight
0: i don't fight you guys are all just too lovely <laughs> too lovely you know that famous twilight zone episode where a guy just finds out he's the last person on earth and then he goes to the library so happy and he breaks his glasses that scenario if you just found out you were the very last person on earth what's the first thing you would do
2: I would have a nice glass of a Southern Italian wine
0: and sit on a vacant patio,
2: overlooking some kind of river situation, put my feet up, and uh, yeah, enjoy the
1: solitude. So I always think about the end of the world in terms of, you know, would you look out realizing you're the last person in the world And it would just be empty Because that scenario has been played out in films and television before mm-hmm. Like there's just nobody around mm-hmm. yeah. Or would there be bodies everywhere Yeah, that, that would be doesn't terrible. feel pleasant
2: at all That is a
1: good if question If there were bodies everywhere I would get, get really far away from all those bodies Before enjoying a nice yeah, glass yeah. of That's
0: Italian red wine Got yeah. it that's that would be pretty true. messed up. I I, yeah. I never thought about that.
2: So is everybody just vaporized? I kind of just I actually... yeah.
0: I always had it in my head as vaporized, but, but that, like, yeah. You bring up a good point.
2: Is that there would be a lot of bodies?
3: Or, yeah,
0: almost 100% really likely.
2: Friggin' the worst.
3: I was thinking a little startup company might be a good <laughs> way to go. Yeah.
1: No competition. No,
3: yeah. well, would you, yeah. what? I know my audience. You know your audience. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've identified right. my audience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've got a great, an excellent brand. Excellent mm-hmm. brand. Um, that
2: appeals directly to your target market.
3: Yeah, yeah I got the demographics all situated. Yeah. yeah, I'm thinking a little. I would start do a little cyberspace startup. Com. <laughs> ShotgunJimmy.com dot net,
0: .net. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. alright that's it thank you guys and oh. girl for coming it was a lot of fun Yeah, Appreciate thanks it. for having us and I hope the rest of the tour and heading over to Europe all goes absolutely according to plan mm,
2: me too <laughs>
3: <laughs> thank
0: that you sounded
2: ominous well, <laughs> thank
3: you for your well wishing if you know something that we don't know
0: <laughs> email me will do
2: Thanks.
3: Thanks.
0: Now, dear listener, to send you on your way, we'll feature a track from The Burning Hell and Shotgun Jimmy. We'll start with Fuck the Government, I Love You, and end with Shotgun Jimmy's Join the Band. Enjoy.
1: We met at the New Year's party of my vegetarian friend.
4: I said I was studying English
1: I told you I was in a band
4: I asked what the band was called
1: I said it's called the Burning Hell
4: I said I've never heard of you
1: I said that's probably just as well Just to make conversation I told you about a dream I had And with Jean Baudrillard I was rapping With public enemies shouting Don't believe the hyperreal, With Flava Flav and Chuck D
4: And I said I think we might have a lot in common then Possibly because I'm also a musician And also a student of hip hop
1: You mentioned you used to play the clarinet in high school In the early years of the millennium when you were young
4: And you said you're hired, the pay is negligible And the tour starts next month
1: You asked what I was working on I said, I'm writing an album of love songs
4: I laughed and said, love songs are dumb
1: and I said, yeah, wait till you hear these
4: ones
1: Pass the wine, fuck the government, I love you Three statements overheard at once in the crowded room But I could not be sure which one had come from you So I passed you the wine and said, yes, fuck the government, I love you too My vegetarian friend was playing the hits of Will Smith and we got jiggy with it there on the dance floor. The living room
4: dance floor, that's That's where where it happened.
1: happened. You stole my heart. I
4: stole a kiss.
1: We stole someone Someone else's else's gin by accident. accident. At some point we got cornered by an amateur poet neither of us knew.
4: Either he had no one else to talk to or couldn't pick up on simple social cues Step by
1: step we backed away until we backed up all the way into the bathroom together We, we told the poet that we always, always go together Cause that's what happens when you've been dating forever We stayed in there for ages hoping the amateur poet would go It was awkward We came out, out we found and found, we discovered someone else to bother And suddenly it was midnight, midnight old anxiety and Countdowns and gratuitous public, public making out And we started started shouting, shouting, cause 'cause everyone else was shouting And isn't it fun fun to shout? Pass the wine, fuck the government,
5: I love you Three statements overheard at once in the crowd I love you too Pass the
1: wine Fuck the the government. government
5: Fuck the government, I love you too i sink Check, sound, check, mindset. Check it, ity, check before you wreck it, rack. Load out in the morning. Find the crappy diner. Over easy tomato and rye. It doesn't get any finer. Experience Regina. Join the band. Bam! <laughs>
0: Cups and Cakes Presents is produced by Jeff McCallum. The featured tracks were played with permission from Shotgun Jimmy and The Burning Hell. Undercurrents from Atlantis Jazz Ensemble's album Oceanic Suite is the background music throughout the entire episode. Oceanic Suite is available through Ottawa's Marlowe Records. Find out more at marlowe Inside the Era Studio is the second podcast from Cups and Cakes. To hear the original and learn more, go to cupsandcakespod.com. That's cups, the letter N, cakespod.com. Thanks for listening.
3: Can you edit this so that I go like, nice. I can now. All right.